You're listening to Frankie Boy Radio. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Letting America take a deep breath. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 145 of Frankie Boy Radio. I'm your host, Josh Urban. Thanks for tuning in. Well, what do you think? Is the tropical, uh, tropical storm... It shouldn't be hard to say, but it was just then. There was that tropical storm. Is it heading our way? Apparently it is. I was at work today and the sky turned really dark and the weatherman was freaking out. But he was excited, you know, because he doesn't really get a chance to say too many dramatic things, you know. So it was his big moment and and uh, and then it just rained a little bit. But I think it's it's rolling in this evening. So I got... <laughs> got my car in the middle of the front yard because it's the farthest away from trees now perhaps shingles will blow off my roof they've done that before in a big windstorm and they scratch I have this old Camaro they scratched the Camaro so I moved the car around in the middle of the yard and then I turn it around so if a shingle blows off it'll scratch the passenger side so every time I walk to my car I won't be aggravated watch a tree is gonna fall on it from the other side <laughs> or Possibly it's going to get stuck in the front yard because it's just on grass. It's always grass, so I think it's going to be okay. But this time tomorrow, we may have a different story for you. So stay tuned right there to figure out, can Josh get his car out of the yard? All of this tomorrow night, 8, 7 central. But it feels different out there too. It's the rain has fallen a little bit, but it's very still. At first, there weren't even any katydids out, and now there's... A few of them. It's just the crickets. And it feels like the time between when the audience fills the concert hall and is chattering away, and then the lights dim, people fall silent except for a couple of coughs, and there's this hum of expectancy, this electricity of anticipation right before the conductor walks out. Which reminds me of the time I got to see Leon Fleischer play Mozart's Piano Concerto Number no. 12 with the Baltimore Symphony Orchestra. This was just last year. And unfortunately, I saw on Facebook that he passed away on Sunday. He was 92. If you're not familiar with Leon, well, he's had quite a life. When he was just a little boy, he's, he's his uh, son of Jewish immigrants, and his mom, his mom, according to the New York Times, his mom said he's going to either be a the first Jewish president of the United States or a concert pianist. And he showed quite a promise for the piano. He didn't seem to be interested in his older brother's lessons, but then when his older brother would leave the room, he would get up and he would play by ear everything that he had heard. So his mom really, really pushed his studies, and he got really good. And then, at the height of his career, he was making the, some of the, the most critically acclaimed recordings of Beethoven and Brahms' piano concertos. I have a recording of him uh, doing the Brahms piano concerto number two with George Sell, the Cleveland Symphony Orchestra. Brilliant stuff. And then something started happening to his hand. He said he noticed a laziness in his index finger out of his right hand. And then his finger started to curl towards his palm. And he was at this big concert season scheduled. He was going to tour 
the Soviet Union. He was going to do all of these things. He was at the top, and his hand got messed up. Focal dystonia, I believe it's called. Can you imagine that? concert pianist and your right hand just curls up and refuses to work. He said later that he was spared so much at times he was suicidal. Which is also an interesting thing about how we can get so involved in something that it can kill us. But that's another story. That can be a sad one too. So, fortunately, it did not take him out, but it almost did. Then he decided to, he didn't want to play works for just the left hand at first because, you know, that's psychologically hard to do, right? But he ended up getting into that. He ended up conducting, he ended up teaching. Found ways to channel his musicality in other ways. And eventually, he got use back of his right hand. So I saw him last year with my buddy Jim. Jim's like, you know, sort of like, like, like an uncle to me. And he's like, okay, you know, so I've seen him before. I've seen him do brilliant performances. I've seen him do uh, not so brilliant performances. So you just don't quite know what you're going to get. And I thought it was after his 80th birthday, but they announced it was just his 90th birthday recently. And he walks out on stage like this wise old oak tree. Now, one of the things in, in context is, is 90 is not particularly old. You just think of a concert pianist as being like a 24-year-old Russian. You know, that's kind of like, you know, usually who the Baltimore Symphony was featuring. So this distinguished gentleman walks out on stage. And I've been told that sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. Knew his story. So they say that they've done uh, neurological studies where if you're watching a screen and somebody stubs their toe on the screen, I think that's what it is, that the same neurons that would fire in their brain when they stub their toes fire in yours. You have a, a sympathy reaction there and and the same part of your brain is engaged and this is why we like to watch sports, this is why we like to watch movies, it's like we've, we are actually involved. So, here he is coming out, and I don't know what it's like to be in his head, but my sympathy neurons are there. My sympathy as in, wow, this is really quite an undertaking for him to do. And that is one of the most riveting things to watch. It's like a high wire act. And especially with classical music, because people know how it's supposed to sound. You can interpret it, right? But people know where the notes are supposed to be. It's different than like blues or jazz. You'd be like, oh, well, that's different. But eh, yeah, I kind of like that, right? Grit is not really built into the repertoire, right? That's not how that particular thing tends to work. At least my impression of it is that. So he plays. And the first few notes almost brought tears to my eyes. They were mossy. They were covered with triumph and sorrow and triumph, and wisdom, and the struggle, and the suffering, and the transcendence of that suffering, and the wrestling with it, 
in the nights of despair, in the days of resolution. It was the best Mozart I've ever heard. Let the notes breathe. It was like listening to B.B. King play the piano. Great stuff. So I'll certainly miss him. Certainly glad I got to see him play. Certainly glad his story is out there for the rest of us to marvel at. So if you get a chance, go listen to some Leon this evening. And now, before that tropical storm flattens us or doesn't, it's a tropical storm. How bad could it be? <laughs> Let's take some deep breaths. So we get ready for nature's show. I'm kind of excited about it. I think it's going to be cool. <sighs> Go ahead and let those eyes drift gently closed. <sighs> and let us begin. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Last one. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Very nice. Well, buckle up, ladies and gents. Get ready for that storm to come creeping through in the middle of the night. Hope it leaves everybody safe, of course. Hope you enjoy the show. Let's see if I can get my car out of the front yard tomorrow. And we'll talk to you then. Good night.